ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. But I'm going to do my best to to do the rest. And you know, I'm going to build a safe place that's kind of like a nest, because I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing tones, uh, uh, creaky me. I'm going to create a safe place where you can set it. Did I say that part? Where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, that'll be the nest, a safe place uh, where you can set aside whatever. If it's, if it's thinking, feeling, podcasters with circuitous. Uh, See, I'm used to the I'm used to a, a meandering intro scoots, but you're out of sorts. And I said, thank you. Uh, what is that, a proverb brain? Because out of sorts, that's a great thing for me to discuss and try to create a metaphor for the intro. So let me cross my fingers and, you know, hope uh, hope I can remember out of sorts. But let me just set this up for the regular, like the new listeners. So I'm going to try to create a nest-like safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Essentially, I'm going to try to distract you uh, by, t- you know, I'll do this long-winded metaphor. Where out of sorts, ideally, I'll explain that, like, explain what that, I don't understand that. Let's just be straight about that. Because uh, the more my brain's been, my brain's just saying, let's talk about out of sorts. Because what would be better than being out of things to sorts? And I would say, well, so this would be, that, that's another thing. I guess that is the metaphor for the podcast right there. Because can you imagine, just hear, did you just hear what my breath did? That was like uh, autosomatic. And I know the experts are saying scoots somatic mean is auto somatic, right? It's my new, uh, d- there's a trademark after that. That's why you've never heard of it before. Auto somatic responses uh, by scoots. No, but really, I just said, uh, there it goes again. Auto somatic response. And you know why? Because uh, like, I'm just thinking about being somewhere. And being told I'm out of sorts. I would, that's how I'd feel, I'd say. You're kidding me. I'm out of sorts. Oh, boy. I never felt better in my life. I'm out of things to sort. Holy moly, today is my day. Wait, and then you say, wait, is this my, is this a dream or is this my dream, a dream or a job or my dream job? Uh, Will I have to come back here and sort things tomorrow? And even then they'd say, well, yeah, but today you're out of sorts. Go on home. We'll pay you for the rest of the day. And I guess that's what I'm trying to craft, that type of spirit. And let's say, let's hold on. Let me let you gather your thoughts about being out of sorts and what a good thing it could be. Doesn't that feel good? I I don't think I've ever had this many autosomatic responses in a podcast intro before, maybe even in my, you know, entire life. I may have just found with deep with inside me that was Mistaken words, I've had a few. I think I've just discovered within me, deep within me. Did I say deep within inside me? I think I did. But I think I found my, I finally found that safe place where I, where, where, where I say, I'm out of sorts. Holy gosh, good. This feels good. Gosh darn, Oshkosh, but gosh, 
I will come back and sort tomorrow because now that I know I'm out of sorts, I mean, it's like, so that's what I'm trying to craft is that feel. Cause when you get in bed, it really is out of sorts time. And I mean, this kind of out of sorts, not the other one where I say, what does that really mean? I'm out of sorts because I, I mean, I know what it means, but why does it mean that? Cause it doesn't really make any sense. You say like it. I guess it's just taking a step outside of the English language, like I do every five minutes in this podcast episode, I say, well, yeah, how could there be a bad thing if you're out of sorts? I mean, because even, I mean, I guess if you work at that, uh, what's that called? Uh, the place that sells the organizing stuff, the organizing store. I mean, if you're in the coalition business, you know, you never could be, you could be, I mean, I guess you could, you could, you say, geez, boss, we had a banner day. We're out of sorts at coalitions, our collators are us. We, we, you say, we sold out of collators, but boss, we sold out every sorting object. We're out of sorts of all, co- sorts of all sorts. I don't normally laugh that hard, but that's uh, funny. That's what they'd say. They say, no boss, we're out of sorts of all sorts. We're 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 sortless. We've gone sortless, sir. And then they 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 just say they'd blow the whistle. They say everybody go home. This is a this is the greatest day uh, ever. We get, go ahead and order some before you leave. Order some more sort order sorts of all sorts before we before you leave. And hey, did I mention? Hey, are you new here to this podcast? To put you sleep? This is sleep with me. And I guess I was trying to say, well, this is podcast a little bit silly. And you say, what is he, what is he, are you, what are you talking about? I say, welcome to sleep with me. I'm out of sorts. I'm sorry. And I've never felt better. I guess that would be a t-shirt. Only one, you know, talk about a t-shirt that I'm out of sorts and I can have never felt better. You say, that's an inside joke. And I'd say, well, not if you're, not if you're having an automatic response to it. And I'll just stop you guys with the more adult minds and say autoerotic, uh, somatic response. Yes, uh, that's a re- I mean, that's something else I'm working on. By you know, not right now. Obviously, I'm trying to do a podcast intro, but you know, I had to sneak that one in there. And hopefully, I think I mumbled it. Autoerotic, somatic response. Uh, because this is just the ridiculous. It's almost as ridiculous as the sorting collators, collators, collators. That's uh, um. Anyway, if you're new here, the podcast is trying to create that feeling, just like if you worked at a sorting factory. Or I guess if that's the sir, if you're in sorting, you're in the service sector, not in the manufacturing sector. Now, if you're making sorters or you're the middle, you know, you're this faux business we've been talking about, which seems to be some sort of sorting, sorting, they sort sorters for distribution. Uh, you know, I don't know. Is that, is that, is that a service business? Because there's actual physical goods coming in, but they're, you know, uh, but they're like the sorting middle person, you know. So anyway, whether you sort you sort short or you sort long, I don't know. You, all sorts are welcome here. That's the pun I was looking for. Thank you, uh, uh, delayed pun brain. Here's the message I'm trying for: is that that feeling that I'm trying I'm trying to capture it with every podcast episode. I've never found 
the right words for it, and these may be the wrong words, but in this situation, uh, these are the words we have. And they do capture a feeling for me, Sam, you're out of sorts. And I guess what I was trying to say before, and I hate to be repetitive, is when you get in bed, the last thing you want to do is any kind of sorting, and especially figurative or metaphorical sorting, or just general sorting of memories, or future sorting. And those are things I do all the time. I say, well, this this, and this and this. And then it's like this conference where you're sorting all these pictures of memories and future events, or, you know, maybe it's something else. And then you got all these other parts of your brain, the brain bots, what I can, well, they, they want to offer their opinion about that. We'll see when you spilled the milk down your front of your shirt, remember? And then you smell, smelled like, uh, uh, what do you sour milk the whole day? Remember that day? Yeah, I do, but I'm going to sleep. Well, I just want to talk to you about it. Just give me two hours. Uh, I just want to rehash some things about that. Uh, because you know, that, that memory's still with us. And we do, if we can't, if we can't talk about it tonight, when, when could we possibly, I mean, how are we going to sort that out? You know, just say, okay, I just want to go to bed. I don't want to sort out everything of the past or the future or even recent events, or it could just be the noises going on outside. It could be the snoring within the bed next to you, uh, dishes, whatever it is. I want to take your mind off of that because you deserve it. It's hard being out there in the world. You know, we're in a sorting-based universe, I guess, because they say, I mean, otherwise we'd live in chaos. And I guess we live in some, you know, sea in between those two things, between the sorting world and the chaotic world. It's any D and D people listen, you know, with you know D and D authorities. No offense, to players. Uh, but see if we could like add that to the alignment, the sorting. You know, so you got you got you know those goods get good and evil, but you got chaotic. Why don't can't you add sorting? Is there a word for that other than you know? Because that's the anti chaos. Anyway, I guess like what I was trying to say is that I want you, this is what I strive for with the podcast is when you get here, you say, oh, I don't have to do any work. Like Scooch doesn't expect me to listen and I don't expect you to fall asleep. You're under no pressure to even sort this. Obviously, sorting this podcast and putting it into a box, you'd say that box better be oblong and odd size because I don't know where I would sort this podcast. And I'd say, right, and, and uh, so you don't need to sort anything about this podcast. You just kick back. You can listen actively for a little while. Then you can kick it into passive mode and reflective listening where my, you know, sound waves or whatever I'm generating just bounce right off your ears as you drift into deep sleep. And if there was ever, ever any doubt that I have trouble sleeping, I think I just made apparent, you know, just some of the machinations of my brain and I guess the, I mean, this is the first time in the packets I've had an easy, positive, uh, autosomatic response from, sorry, that was, that might've been on the erotic side, but it was, uh, it was just auto is like when I think about Jesus, no more, I'm out of sorts. So, uh, that's, I, I don't know. I, I think I tried to explain it. I mean, I know I tried to explain it. I mean, the main message I always try to get across, Jesus, all sleep when you want. If you're new here, podcast doesn't work for everybody. Give it a few tries to see if it works for you. 
Uh, if you're new here, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope you and I can help you fall asleep, and I appreciate you stopping by. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster who's already distracted by dish soap, uh, and then also distracted. I already do, but it's time for the pod. Are you up only tossing, turning, mind racing? You know, maybe because of too much dish soap, or this episode. If you could, if you could title this intro, it'd be dish dish soap deception. Yeah, with you know, but anyway, time for you. What do I say? Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Because it's time for sleep with me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep, and we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed. Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside uh, issues, whatever's keeping you awake, issues uh, with soap, soap issues. Oh, wait, I have, I have been thinking a lot about soap today because I had a whole nother soap thing. And I don't even, I didn't even bring my soap box. As far as I could tell, none of it came in a box, the soaps that I'm thinking of. If you're soapy, I would say you know, take a quick shower and rinse off and then listen to this podcast. Uh, but if you're awake because of thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, like sensations, noises, changes, events, whatever it is I'd like to take your mind off of that, that's what the safe place is, a safe distraction, an alternative story. A kind voice being sent across the deep, dark night. These are the things I'm attempting to do here. If you're new, let me set the podcast up for you. So we had our business part of the podcast. That's out of the way. Now we have an intro. These intros can run anywhere from 8 to, to, to 12 to 14 minutes uh, or any, you know somewhere in between. It's kind of like a mini show. You know, some people skip and other people listen to if either fall asleep to, but it's usually a way for me to kind of say, who's making this podcast? Why are we making it and what's it about? But mostly what I do is I demonstrate how the podcast works, mostly by accident. What I do is I say, I'm going to try to attempt to do all those things. Instead, I just kind of be myself and then I say, well, that was, uh, that was very meandering. Uh, then after that, well, this is a uh, Star Trek episode, a Next Generation, Next Borification. Maybe we just saw to the title. I don't. I've recorded. I don't even know how many episodes I've recorded. This might be the fourth. I think this is the fourth episode. And I think we finally came up with Star Trek: The Next Borification. No, I guess we didn't. We're close. Uh, but but we're getting there. Probably by the time you hear this, it'll be decided. Uh, but coming up here, we'll recap episode Justice. Uh, so you could skip ahead to that, or you could listen to this. You're under no pressure to really pay attention. So you say, well, for some people it doesn't matter. Some people you might want to get to the Star Trek stuff right away. Uh, you can use this podcast how you wish. You know, Pete, if you want to use it for pet soothing, I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll take any stains out of laundry. As a matter of fact, I'm a stainer. You know, I'm Mister Messy. So. You know, I was just dealing with them hours ago. I was dealing with grease stains on my pants. And that was before the great dish soap deception that I just came across. I don't know how, I don't want to call out any of the major brands either. So I'll have to be sensitive about that. But, um, 
So that's how the podcast works. You you don't need to listen. You don't need to pay attention, but you can. I'll be here as your boyfriend, sitting here, uh, trying to keep you company, trying to take your mind off stuff, make you look forward to bedtime or not dread it. And like, uh, let me let me just get to my personal issues, you know, because that's uh, like, uh, who's making this podcast? A person that thinks uh, that t- t- today, a person that's thinking a lot about soaps. Also, this is a crazy thought. I said, why don't I make a YouTube video about this soap? And uh, I said, well, I don't make YouTube videos of creative brain. And uh, what are you talking about? I, I think like I have voices and stories going in my head all day long. And that was the first time I tuned into that one. Like there's a YouTuber in my brain, 24-7 broadcasting uh, YouTube channel ideas. I also just pitched someone on, again, I have no business doing this. I barely barely have a second of time other than, but I said, I pitched someone on a Twitch channel earlier today too. I said, let's do, I said, I think we could do something here. So I have overactive brain, uh, check, uh, ability to obsess about things, check, and those kind of things can keep you awake. And also stuff like with a little bit of a sharper edge, like this. So I had I have a positive dish. I, well, I have a unresolved a, a soap story, a positive one, and then one that I'm not too happy about. But it's not the end of the world thing. Well, it's not really that big a deal. And we got about six minutes here, uh, so I'll try to run through. So the positive one. So I had grease stains on both. I have two pairs of the same gray Levi's pants or G, like pants, jeans. They're pants, I guess, because they're gray and they're not denim. And you say, well, why do you have two exact same pairs of the pants? Well, one, they became discontinued. Uh, two, I stain everything I own. Three, I don't like wearing pants. Uh and when I started wearing these, they said, well, these aren't bad. I better buy another one since they're discontinued because uh, you know what will happen. And in my original plan had been to, like, you know, wear one pair for a year and just keep the other pair and then start wearing them. But then I started just alternating whichever pair was clean, you know. But today I face the prospect of uh, probably returning the pants from work wear because they were my pants to wear to work. And they just go into the street. Because, I, I mean, my personal life, like, people are, you know, seeing grease stains. The problem with grease stains is why do they have to be in the crotch area always? I mean, because it's where I wipe my greasy hands. I mean, there's no grease going on around there, you know. So, But it, but it's just it's just not a great spot for grease stains anyway. Because you say, Jesus, like, uh, and they say, well, you're not drawing any attention there. I say, thanks, insulting Brent. Yeah, I'm not drawing. Thanks. That's hilarious. That's totally hilarious. But so, and I, I'd say this bar. So at some point, a friend in, I would meet at a 99 cent store. And we would do the fun 99 cent store shopping. And she was telling me about this pink soap uh, that her mom used that you can get at 99 cent stores. Ends up there's two brands. So I don't want to. Uh, that make this pink bar soap, laundry soap, hard, hard laundry soap. And we were, of all the topics we were talking about, was the stains on my shirt. And I said, well, geez, I don't think I can even get these grease stains out of here. Because they were, it was when I was an insect trapper and they were from the glue. Anyway, and she said, well, you should use this uh, this soap my mom uses, uh, this pink bar soap. And so at some point I decided to try that. 
And since then, which would probably be 12 years, I've had this pink bar of soap with me. And when I had, when I, when I, like, the problem is, you know, realizing you need, like, a, like having a, I don't have a laundry routine. I just do it when I have time. Uh, but I knew these were my favorite two pairs of the same pants. I don't know if that counts as one pair. Uh, but so I said, well, let me try to get these crotch, crotch. I mean, they're from the knee all the way up. Of course, they're on the thigh. It's like, uh, let me deal with these grease stains. And they're they're pending. Actually, the wash is done because I had it, but they're not in the dryer because they said, well, you know, I can't have the dryer going when I'm recording the podcast. Uh, but I've I've used that pink soap before, and I've never, like, I don't know if I've tracked, I don't pay attention, you know, because I'm permanently used to grease stains. So I've never said, wow, that really got it out, but I've never been disappointed either in this soap. So pink 99 cent store soap. I, I will say one of the brands, because it's very podcasty word, Zote, Zote soap. That's the best pod, I mean, Zote, I should, uh, a little close to Zygote, you're right over, um, yeah. But otherwise, that would be a great nickname. Zote, Z-O-T-E, I believe. Uh, get yourself some Zote soap. Uh, it's a free ad for uh, Zote soap, 99 cents at the 99 cent store. Uh, so that was a positive and pending. We'll see how it turns out. I'll tell you what, it like, uh, probably won't care because I say, well, those were my work pants. I have uh, four pairs of work pants, two gray Two tan, exact same model as my gray pants. And then I have another pair of pants that are like casual type pants that I put that I had to buy for a wedding, like on the way to the wedding. And luckily I got I had time to get them dry clean, so then it looked like good pants for just like uh, twenty minutes at the wedding. Um so I'd hate to like lose like uh, what is that? Uh, Five, so two out of five is like that's like a high percentage of pant loss. Uh, so anyway, so we'll see how it turns out. But then the soap deception, I guess I'd wrap it up fast. Is that I just realized it, it had this dish soap that I was using, and for the longest time, I was buying Trader Joe's dish soap because that's where I do most of my shopping, and I don't really want to go to another store just to buy like one or two products, but sometimes this happens. But I always notice at Trader Joe's, I mean, I don't want to say anything mean, but the the dish soap underperformed, in my opinion. And maybe because it's more environmentally friendly, but when you're hand-washing dishes, you know, I don't know, you just notice these things. And like if it's underperforming, you might use more soap. But they had this wonderful purple, and, you know, they made up for it, like a purple-colored soap. Like, uh, But at some point, like when I was at the other grocery store, you know, the mainstream one, I realized I was out of dish soap, so I bought it there on a trip there, and it had the OxyClean or some sort of oxygenator in there. And it was, like, really like cooking with gas. Like, wa- like I, when I started washing dishes, I said, holy mackerel. And I think this was like a preemptive dish soap buy. Yeah, it was because I had half a thing of purple Trader Joe's. So I mixed the two and then I used that for a while. But then I realized that that would take a lot of planning. So then I just went back to, you know, alternating. Uh, But that would really work good, you know, if if I was more of a planner, would just be mixing your own dish soap. 50% Trader Joe's, 50%, you know, 
uh, like dominant, you know, dominating uh, dish soap brand with oxygenation. And I'm pretty sure those are pro- that was proven not to be a real thing. But it, it, anyway, it, whatever they're doing, it, it gives me confidence in the dish soap. So you say, well, yeah, it's causing those algal blooms. They say, I'm pretty sure that that stuff got, uh, oh, yeah. I just want to wash my dishes. I'm trying to go to sleep. This See, this is why I make a sleep podcast. Because uh, that same place inside that says, I just want to wash my dishes, says, I just want to go to sleep. So that's what this podcast is, to offer you an alternative thing. But then today, just, just I mean, moments ago before I sat down at this mic, I was using the corporate soap, the corporate dish soap. I was listening to Who Weekly with Bobby and Lindsay, and I noticed, like I said, I wonder how much soap is in here. In the friggin' soap, the uh, the plastic is the same color as the soap, but not like the whole plastic. Just like, uh, like so, you always think it's full of soap. And I said, "Holy crow! I have no idea how much soap's in here." You know, and a normal person would probably just hold it up to the light and see. But I just felt like it, like I'd been deceived, which I had been. And I said, you know, I wouldn't have, you know, I would have been much more suspicious, you know, purchasing a soap without a clear bottle, but a bottle that you thought was clear because it had the blue. I said, what are, I said, what are these people up to? Like, I don't know that I've been deceived, but I felt like I felt deception. If you could tell the difference, which is worse, because then I say, well, they say, I mean, if I was if I was shaming the soap, the soap shaming, the new feature on Sleep With Me, I'd say, soap, if you didn't do such a darn job, good job of foaming the heck out of this sink and actually feeling good, and then, like, you're a little, almost too good, then mixing you with the Trader Joe's when I have the will to do that, you know, I would really be upset with you with your fake labeling action. And possibly, you know, algal blooms. I don't know if that is your fault, but anyway. So that's why I make a sleep podcast in a, you know, in, in a, in a soap bottle. You know, just the soap, soap trio tonight on Sleep With Me, the soap trio. That might be anybody working on a, um, doo-wop group. Feel free to use that soap trio. Or remind me, it could be another, you know, fictional autobiography. You know, my days with the soap trio. Uh, you know, you, you, like I, I want to say palm, you know, all of the palm or something, but that would be too on the nose, you know. So anyway, I'm glad you're here. You don't need to pay attention, but I'll be here for at least an hour to distract you while you fall asleep. You're not under any pressure to fall asleep right away. If you're just getting here and you're skeptical, give the podcast if you try. See if I can win your trust over. You know, you don't freeing, freely have to give it to me. I, I need to earn it, and uh, I'll do it by being a bit strange, and but doing my best. And wh- why? Because I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do it with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play I'm going to do the rest what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake whether it's uh, thoughts you know things you're thinking about uh, things something you're physically feeling or dealing with 
anything emotional that's coming up. Those are things that could mess, you know, get in the way of sleep. I almost said me- messing it, but I don't, I don't know. That's a mess, messing it up. That's a little harsh. Uh, uh, but like it could be outside noises, could be a snoring partner, or it just could, whatever is keeping you awake. Whether it's uh, some of that stuff or, or something you're you're dealing with uh, that maybe I haven't experienced. You know, I'm pretty sure I can relate, and that's why I make this podcast because I've been there, and that's why I send my voice across the deep dark night. That's why I work so hard. It's create a safe place where you feel welcome. Where I don't know if I do anything necessarily, but ideally you feel treated with dignity and respect because they say, hey, come on in. You're, you're, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. That's what I say at the end of the intro. Uh, but I am glad you're here, you know, because if you're, you're like, like, you know, the, the, there's like, I don't know how many people are into like fan, not fantasy. You know, there's a lot of, fan, you know, I talk about fan fiction that I've been working on a lot. And then the fantasy genre of fiction, you know, that's like uh, Game of Thrones would be an example of that. And, and then there's a, there's also a podcast called uh, Magic Tavern. Of course, my brain's screwing it up. I want to say it's Tales from the Magic Tavern. And, you know, I can never, I always mess it. But anyway, like... Uh, like all these things, they feature these inns, like I N N, you know, like an inn. It's always nighttime. It feels like at these inns when you see them. You don't see them very often in the day, but because in the night they got the candles and the fireplace and the ale, and there, there's bowls. Usually stew. I think usually they serve a lot of stew, and then maybe like uh, some sort of ro- You know, there's roasting going on. And it's warm, and you're supposed to close the door when you go in. I think you're supposed to shuffle your feet, and then look like then you know it depends on the plot what you would do next. Uh, I always wonder maybe I'll do a podcast one day from the life of an NPC, non-player character. You know they don't really get any maybe uh, like they don't get enough props, you know. You know, what happens when they go in the end? No, like, it's not like Cheers where everybody knows their name. They say, what are you, uh, you're just supposed to reveal a part of the plot, aren't you? And you say, no, 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 I'm just there. Yeah, I'm supposed to tell you to go dig in the hay for the key, you know, to Meister Flynn's barn where you'll find the missing egg that you have to trade, you know, that whole thing. If that's a game and that's not usually in fiction. I guess that's a long-winded way of saying the spirit of the fantasy in. No, no, don't get that wrong with fan. You know that kind of fantasy in or uh, fantasy island. Now I'm, now I'm starting to write fantasy, fantasy, fantasy fiction. The fantasy in where fantasy, fantasy fiction takes place. I don't know. Maybe I'll write. Maybe I'll work on that one in 2030. Uh, but anyway, just way off time. If you're new here, welcome. I guess a little bit, you know, we, I go, I just went off the rails. There's no, there's, there are rails in this podcast, but uh, they're flex, you know, the rubber rails, instead of being like those iron rails that you see on train tracks or whatever the heck they're made out of steel, iron, hard stuff. Uh, these rails are made from, you know, they're rubbery rails and they've been in, you know, they've been in the sun, they're warped and rubbery and they've been in the sun, weather, weather worn. And of course I installed the rails and I'm not, you know, I'm no craftsman, 
I mean, like, it, when when you see, like, Drew or Scooter, the two people behind this podcast that both occupy a space within me, if you see, if you if you've ever stopped, like, you'll never see either one of us in the same sentence as bespoke or hand, you know, unless it's broke, like, I broke something bespoke. I'm just not a craft, you know, I can craft lulls, but those are like, uh, those are more, sm- you know, smooshing and smashing than crafting. What was I saying? So if you're new here, welcome. Spycast is a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. I send my voice across the deep, dark night. Use these creaky, dulcet tones. You know, the rubbery rail, the rubbery rails of something. I wish I could, you know, rhyme with my rhyming rubbery rails of, uh, you know, where, but, but, uh, you know, where I craft the, you know, feel of an inn without, you know, for, for just the non-player characters, you know, between the action where there's a lot of uh, thumb twiddling, eating, you know, mostly just people are in there eating, like discussing regular matters. Well, how's things down at the barn? Well, not bad. You know, that kid took that egg that was hidden. No, 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 you, your barn had the key. Yeah, would you believe, how'd that key get in the hay? Well, that uh, soldier fell asleep with it, you remember? Oh, that's right. Anyway, this is the best. Uh, I'm going to dip some bread in. That would be the most boring inn in the world, And that's it can't, but it's warm. Uh, and most importantly, when I start the podcast out, I want it to feel inviting. Like I said, you see these inns at night, and they're they're inviting. They exude warmth and, and warm light, and they're a place where you, you know, those of you that, like, you know, I don't know what I would drink at an inn because I don't know what they serve for people like me that can't drink anymore. And I don't think, I mean, as much as they say the inn is inviting, I don't think I would just drink straight water. I guess I'd have a tea because they, that would be boiled. It bring me a flagon of your finest water. Don't, don't do that. Bring me a flagon of your finest water after you've put boiled water in the flagon to clean it, then boiled the water, covered it, covered it, and then serve it to me at room temperature. That's a dream. Nothing like room temperature water. Never mind. I guess I'm not, I guess I just will bring my own, uh, I mean, because, yeah, no, no, thank you. I don't want any milk either from your inn. What would I drink at an inn? This is a good question. I mean, because they definitely don't have sparkling water, so that's out. And iced tea, I guess a cold tea. Like, uh, well, they don't have ice scoots. <laughs> good, good, good. Glad, glad you, thanks for pointing that out. I guess it would be tea, because I don't think they had coffee either. I don't think in the fantasy books, maybe they do. I'd like a coffee, depending on the time of day. And they said, the the, the, the the person would be like, are you still talking? We have ale? You know, and I say, okay, I guess uh, they say, can't do just bring, I guess I'll just drink my stew, the water, you know, exactly. Okay, great. Believe it or not, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. Uh, sorry about that. So the, this podcast is, is supposed to be inviting like an in before I start talking too much. And if you're new here, the way the structure of the show works is uh, we have like a little business section at the beginning that keeps the lights on and lets us do some promotion and stuff. That takes about five minutes. Then we're about nine minutes into this intro and usually our intros are somewhere around 12, 14 minutes, and they're kind of like a show within themselves where I show, you know, where I show what shouldn't be told. 
or you know, a, a canto say, "What do you?" And I can't, my, I can't shake it. Sometimes my brain gets. That's one of the things with these rubbery rails; they're in my brain. That's how I designed them. You know, the exterior ones that run the podcast, but they also run my brain. These rubbery rails, and they won't let go of. Uh, I mean, my brain's not done. I said, well, well, really, if we find ourselves in, a, in an inn, what are we going to drink? Because I guess I got to be honest with you listeners, because you're here, you give me, I wouldn't, I don't think I want tea. I mean, now, you know, modern teas, it's, I don't know. And that's the kind of discussions that I'm here to distract you from. You know, when you lie down, if it's suddenly an internal debate creeps up, crops up, they say, well, whoa. And then you say, well, geez, you've got to, you know, you have appearances to keep up. You can't just go into an inn and not know what you're going to order. You say, wow, that's a lot of pressure for something that doesn't exist on this planet except in fiction. And so I don't see you. You say, well, okay, that's your life if you wanted to live it that way. I guess you don't know what, you know, clearly if you end up, I'm just saying, if you, what if George R. R. Martin calls? Or Weiss and Benioff, and they say, "Well, we built an inn, and we'd like to we'd like to have a meeting with you there. What are you going to order then? I don't, I don't know. I guess I'd have more to worry. I guess I'd have other things. It was is that what I'd be? Yeah, of course, that's what I'd have you worry about. I wouldn't. Have. Okay, anyway, I'm in the. I'm just, I got to get back to this podcast intro, but that's the kind of stuff that can keep me up at night. And that's one of the reasons I make this show, to take your mind off of whatever it is that's keeping you awake. So so you don't need to take me seriously. That part should be clear. I mean, I can't even, I still can barely get through, I'm barely going to be able to make it through the end of this intro. My brain won't. Lemonade. Do, they have, do you have lemonade here? No, you don't know what a lemonade is. Terrific. I'm still at this inn because it's so warm and inviting, just like this podcast. I will try to get out. Are you sure you don't have any lemons? I could show you how to make lemonade. No. Okay. They don't, there's no citrus in this region, they just said. Oh, boy, they said something about the w- wizard that lives up on the mountain and citrus. So it could be, I better I better close this intro out. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company. Uh, so I'll be meandering and giving it my all the whole time. But you also don't need to listen or pay attention. You can just kick back and relax. I'll be here. Uh, to take your mind off stuff, to keep you company, to say, well, at least I don't got Scoots' problems, uh, or, you know, just make you like lightly guffaw. And if you're new, you know, this podcast, it takes a couple times to get an idea if you, uh, I mean, you should know right away if you dislike it. And, you know, don't put too much pressure. Like I said, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. So the podcast at the same time shouldn't, you know, like it's a no pressure situation. Unlike this in situation that's somewhere in in some part of my brain still go, still being carried out. Uh, so give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, I told I mean, cool. I can't even freaking order something in an imaginary in that's within my brain. So you don't need to take me seriously. You should be skeptical. But I've been there in the deep, dark night, and that's why I do this. And that's why every episode I say, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep, and thanks for stopping by. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster. You know, I've said it once and I'll say it again. I got stupor powers. Uh, 
Or no, powers to stupor. Yeah, power. It's something. But it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. You know, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Welcome. It's time for, for, for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. As I said, we do with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, temperature, snoring partners, dirty dishes, you know, whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's events, past, present. I'd like to take your mind off. I'm going to just try to distract you. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, I'll be flying on the wings of pointlessness. Uh, not the, you know, not on eagles. Well, wait, I always get that mixed up. This is where I think I've gone wrong. Like this, I went into a bet, bet midler lane. I bet you there is there a bet midler lane. Uh, there should be. How about this one? If you if you are a midler and a bet, why don't you? I think a lane bet a lane midler. Is, does bet, does anyone know Bet Midler? Does anyone within my brain? Let me restate that question, since I'm by myself in a closet. Uh, does anyone within my brain know Bet Midler's middle name? I can almost picture it. I, I, well, maybe I was thinking it's Bet. Bet Elaine Midler. I could see. Maybe I should write uh, the Bet the the, the Bet Midler story. Is there any? I'm sure there's some author unauthorized biographies. Okay, here's a question for, for if you don't don't actually only fake lawyers, real lawyers, I'll try to put you to sleep. But you know, any like amateur lawyers, uh, what are the laws around creating a fish, fictional autobiography? Uh, bet the Bet Elaine Midler story, or like how about this? Bet Midler and Elaine Boozler separated at birth. No, that doesn't. I, I like saying Elaine Boozler, and I like I. But it doesn't, you're right. Bet Elaine Midler. Oh, here's another technique I use in the podcast. Accidentally, I don't think it's getting, it's getting, like, it's not obsessed and it's not stuck. Fixated. I think I'm fixated on saying Bet Elaine Midler. And I would use, I think I would use that in the book a lot, you know, when she got called, you know, she said, Bet Elaine Midler. What is going on with this report card? Here's a technique I've never tried at bedtime, so I wouldn't recommend you trying it, but I'll describe it and I'll try to use it in a way that's a metaphor for the podcast, unless I forget, because if you're new here, I just want to set things up for you. So welcome to sleep with me. It's a little bit of a strange podcast. What we do is the first five, six minutes of the show, we get all the like uh, housekeeping and business stuff out of the way. Then this part of the show is like, it's different every time, but it's familiar. It's a long intro where I try to make some kind of metaphor. I always try to be witty, but I, you know, I rarely succeed. Uh, but that helps you catch on. You say, well, yeah, okay. So you don't, you, you can kind of pay attention to me. You don't have to pay strict attention. Uh, then after the intro... I'll do a brief setup because tonight's an episode of our uh, ongoing episodic series, uh, Superdolls Stories. Uh, just note that if you're real new here, is Superdolls one word instead of saying, you know, that would be very general. Superdolls Stories. 
could have called the podcast that. I don't think it would have worked. I think the only title for this podcast is Sleep With Me. You know, I did throw out the title Fall Asleep With Me because they said, I don't, I don't like that. They said, I don't know what that, why, why, but I was much happier with Sleep With Me. The podcast that puts you to sleep, Fall Asleep With Me. The, the You know, see what just happened there? So if you're new here, that's what we'll do. You don't need to listen, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. Do everything at your leisure. As a matter of fact, you get up if you get, need to get up and go to the bathroom, you know, now, go ahead. And don't, you don't even need to pause it. I'll, I'll just be, you'll, you'll be able to figure it out. Uh, I'll probably, here's what you'll miss while you're gone. Bet, I'll say, I'll try, I'm going to try to do something with this Bet Lane Midler in the report card. Uh, I don't, I don't know what though. Cause I'm like, how am I going to connect that to the podcast? I was, oh, cause I was talking about wings of pointlessness and I, some part of my, you know, brain, brain system said, well, that's like, uh, on Eagle's wings that Brett, Bett Midler, did you say Brett Midler, Brett and Elaine Midler, uh, that does have a ring to it. Uh, those could be the, the Midler kids. Maybe you're right. I don't even need to have a lawyer. I could just make up a fictional uh, biography of the Midler children, Brett and Elaine Midler. And so do, so are you telling me that she does, Bette Midler does not sing on Eagle's Wings? Does she sing? In, she sings a song, though. How can I not think of this instantly? I, I've sang it on the podcast before. Oh, wind beneath my wings. That's right. But beneath my wings of pointlessness, well, there's a lot of hot air, clearly. So there is wind. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's drafty. Yeah, but there's also, you know, we're flying above fields and maybe some amber waves of grain. We could just see in the distance of Purple Mountain's majesty. And I guess you're already, if there's amber waves of green, you're already above the fruited plain. And also, is any fruit, like what fruits are in the plain? Because I thought a lot of the fruits were either in Florida or those are just the citruses in California. And then I associate uh, apples with Washington and New York State and Vermont. I mean, not that the planes, I mean, you get a lot of good stuff out of the planes. Don't get me wrong, you know, but especially on this podcast, because as I said, I'm always plane drifting. But yeah, I have an, a brain that's unable to, if, if I can't handle three songs with wings in it or three things, I can't, so I said, they just mashed Bette Midler and Eagle's Wings together. Uh, maybe that could be the story, though. The winds, that that would be it. We could write, well, what we'll do is I'll make up two imaginary Midler children, Brett and Elaine, and it'll be the, the wind beneath her wings, the Brett and Elaine Midler story. It started like a day, uh, like every other one. Our mother sang to us, uh, she used to sing to us to wake us up, and it was so lovely. Uh they, they just, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of conflict in this autobiography because I, I love I love Bette Midler. She would sing to us a new song. I lived with my mother for 6,786 days, and she never sang a song twice. And, you know, in the morning to wake us up. But if we requested it, she would sing it again at dinner. Uh, chapter 1. Uh, 
Breakfast with Bet. There you go. Holy cow. This book does write itself. Breakfast with Bet. My mother's smile was like the sun in the eat. Okay. So anyway, they, they got to get a sorry uh, autobiography brain. Is it fan fiction? If it's if it's fictional, and I'm a Bette Midler fan, could we pass it off as that? That it's like, well, it's a, yeah, no, it's a fake autobiography about children she doesn't have. It's fan fiction. I'm writing, you know, it's an idealized, yeah, it's fan fiction, exactly, idealized. Uh, okay. Oh, sorry, I had I I just got a visit from uh, Bette Midler's attorneys right inside my. They have that now. I think I think a couple law firms they've installed uh, what do you call those things implant implants in in my brain to just they cease and instant cease and desist. And they said it was an they said okay well this just they said well, it's going to save on paper good for the environment saves them money. I don't think I get anything out of it except you know they said well you you those so so I guess I can't talk about be you know but you know. Well, I can talk about uh, Brett and Elaine. Or what if one of them's a boozler and one's a meddler and then they fall in love? Uh, uh, Brett Boozler. Yeah, that that does have a ring to it. Now we're talking. Elaine Midler Boozler. Elaine Boozler Midler. Elaine Midler Boozler. That's a tough one. Anyway, if you're new here, if, um, why, hello, Bet. It's so good to be talking in your ears. Uh, Really love you. I mean, obviously, I'm trying to craft a perfect. Anyway, I get to get to finish this podcast intro. Flying far afield on my wings of pointlessness. But if you're new here, welcome. This podcast is meant to. You don't. You don't need to laugh at it. No pressure to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you could could you know good good. It's like it's something between a guffaw and a and gargling. You see, <laughs> like that. I've done it a few times. Uh, this podcast, you just you just kick it on, you just listen, and and I'll be rambling here in the night. I'm your boyfriend. The reason I do it is because I I've had trouble sleeping recently, sleeping not that great. Uh, so what I, I know what it's like being like I'm gonna be so tired tomorrow, and then people are gonna say what what happened to you? You say thanks, jerk. I was at the I was at the I was at a bad Midler concert. They said what time do those end? Like nine fifteen? And be like no no no. And then you'd say, okay, first of all, you insult how I look. Then you insult the, the divine Miss M. Oh, it actually did end at 9.15, but it started at 7, just so you know. So there. And she also did a Jimi Hendrix cover, and it was d- divine, by the way. Anyway, so if you're new here, I, I just go on tangents. I'm your boyfriend. If you're skeptical, give it a few tries. It usually, I mean, for you know, a skeptical person... I totally get it. So it may take me a few tries to win over your confidence. Uh, with the confidence I'm trying to win over is you'll be confident you don't need to listen to me, which I may have already accomplished. Uh, but I'm pretty confident I can distract you from whatever's keeping you awake. And uh, it doesn't work for everybody. So if it doesn't work for you, there's no pressure. I hope you find something that does. But I appreciate you investing your time trying this podcast out. Those of you that are regulars, I'm so glad to have you here. You know, I know you can sit there with me. Right now, I'm not kidding. I'm bathing in the glow of a Midler. She's floating above me in my mind's eye. And she's just got that calming. I mean, what what a, what an image to go to sleep to, a smiling, 
uh, a smiling bet. What about that? Instead of a book, what if I just sell uh, like uh, inspirational paintings or prints? You know, probably prints because I don't need to sell a lot of them. Anyway, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I really hoping I really earned to help you fall asleep. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. It's time for the podcaster uh, whose socks are too tight. I think my socks are too tight. These, this particular pair. Hey, but that helps me focus. It's time for sleep with me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, as I said, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, you know, feeling, you know, whatever it is. If, if it's uh, physical sensations, you know, stuff at work, stuff at school, you know, just life stuff or, you know, temporary stuff, travel, whatever it is, I, I want to take your mind off of it. You know, a safe place, a place where you could, I know you can't set it aside. I think that's one thing that gets can be hard when you can't sleep is say, well, why don't you just forget about it? And I, on this podcast, I never say that because, well, if I do, I, I apologize. Because I know how hard it is, you know, you see, just, I just can't forget it. I can't fall asleep. I got stuff on my mind. I can't just turn my brain off. And that's what I can be like sometimes. And for maybe for some of you, that's not the case. Maybe it's something else, but maybe it's similar. And I made this podcast an attempt to put some of you to sleep, to distract you. And like I said, we do it the bedtime story. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. That's part one of the uh, safe place. Uh, part two is I'm going to use uh, lulling, uh, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Uh, that's good. Is that, that's part two. Part three, no expectations. Like I said, I'm not going to say, what, what do you mean you can't fall asleep? That's like the worst thing you say. Anyway, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to, you know, say, you know, turn the temperature up. So you're under no pressure. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. You you could fall asleep at your leisure. You could listen as a distraction. You could listen before bed. You can listen in bed. You could listen, you know, if you're folding socks. If your socks are, if you're stretching socks, that might be what I do this evening. Say, well, Friday night, what do you say we do a little sock stretching? And I mean that in the, in the literal sense, not that, not that thing, Nana. The kind of sock, sock stretching you do with doors unlocked and wide open. In you know, I'd say I don't care if you look in my window. Some stress stretching socks. Maybe I do. Is that something you could get shamed for by like stretching stress, like actual sock, sock stretching? A little bit of a tongue twister, but if you're new here, you're under no expectation to fall asleep. You're also under no pressure to listen or to pay attention. I'm going to try to distract you. I'm going to be mildly entertaining. Maybe I'll give you a case of the boar giggles. Uh, but ideally, you won't even remember. You say, I think I giggled once or maybe like I sneezed. Like a amused sneeze. Like an amuse-bouche, that's like a, like a before a sn- I don't know, I was trying to make that into something that won't go, won't go together, but sounds the same. Amused sneeze and amuse, don't, don't sneeze in my amuse-bouche, I'll tell you that. 
Also, I don't know when, I, I think, I'm trying to think of the last time I had an amuse bouche would have been my brother's mighty bouche, your right brain. It doesn't have anything to do with it, but it sounds similar, correct? I think it was my brother's wedding, and that was 2014. It was my last amuse bouche. I think, no, it's 2015. I don't know. My years are, you know, my years are mangled together in my mind. That was my last moose bouche show. One day, except for the ones I make, you know, you, but I called out lunch. I don't know, sardine on a cracker. That's, I guess you could, that's a mouthful. You know, there you go. Chris podcast, Chris Posty Posterson has a podcast called Sounds Like an Earful. Anyway, if you're new here, I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. And usually, so here's how the structure of the podcast works. There's like five minutes of business or so, or, you know, credits and how we support the show. Then there's about an eight to 12 minute intro, which we're in the midst of here. And then we'll talk about, uh, you know, we'll do a couple run-throughs of uh, the last episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. I watched the Royale. You know, I thought maybe we'd get it like every, maybe we could use the, in these intros, we could use the wisdom I called it from the episode, like one piece of wisdom. And this one comes from uh, Jean-Luc Picard. And he's like, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what he's talking about. But he says, uh, puts things in perspective. In our arrogance, we feel we are so advanced, yet we cannot, cannot unravel a simple knot Tied by a part-time French mathematician, he said him smoother, uh, uh, working alone without a computer. We cannot unravel, in our arrogance, we feel we're so advanced, but we can't even undo this simple mathematical puzzle. That's what they're talking about. And I can say to that, I say, I feel you, Jean-Luc, because uh, I was just if you, if you were listening to the podcast, you know, because if, if, if we're like the... The beings in the episode of Justice, where, like, if you're a multidimensional being now, I mean, I've I've existed in multidimensions, not on not on this exact podcast episode, uh, but I have tra- traveled the realms of fan- fiction, fantasy. You know, I've traveled multidimensionally to the world of Game of Thrones, and uh, I couldn't spend any time there, just because of the fluxing. Uh, but I was just making a point, Jean-Luc, about, uh, oh, to call you c- c- Captain Picard. Of course, of course. Does that mean I'm in, does that mean I'm in Starfleet? No. Okay. I'm having trouble with this figment of Jean-Luc in my brain. I'm just trying to, you know, pay you your wisdom. I just, I was just working with you. Proceed. Thank you. Thank you, c- Captain. Sorry. Thank you, Captain Picard. Could I be number four? Like, I wouldn't be mind if, if I was, like, number four. Okay, talk to Starfleet. You got it. I will. Yeah, they've shredded all my application. Anyway, I got to do it to get to the Sorry, a little p- 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 pinch of Picard there. But I, I was, he, you know, he was saying, in our arrogance, we feel so advanced we can't unravel a simple knot. Uh, and that's how it can feel at bedtime, both sides of it. You know, say, Jesus, this thing I need every single night, I desire to get a good night's sleep. But then not only is it difficult to do so sometimes or regularly or situationally, whatever you're, you're grappling with, on top of that, and maybe there's some internal arrogance you're doing battle with or brain bots or self-criticism, 
But then you get into this relational arrogance where people just don't understand, and, and then they they take a little bit of a haughty attitude, and they say, "We well, just got to try harder. If you want to get a good night's sleep, you got to try harder." And you see, I could tell you what I'm not a sleep scientist, but I can tell you that trying harder is it does not work like uh, falling asleep. Come on, and then they probably say, "Well, you're probably doing it wrong. That's why." You say, well, exactly. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Like, I'm trying to fall asleep. I, I, I don't know how I'm doing it wrong. I, clearly, I'm doing it wrong. Because uh, if I was doing it right, I would have slept last night. We wouldn't be having this discussion. You know, we'd be talking about something something inane instead of which, which now. And then you kind of get it. And then the knot tightens. So Captain Picard is wise, you know, maybe wise enough to fast track an imaginary application to Starfleets for someone that's not qualified and won't probably follow the chain of command. But, uh, you know, there, there, there's all these things we have, think we have figured out, and, and sometimes it can be uh, very uh, perplexing. And other people won't do, you know, just like parents just don't understand. Uh, do you think if the Fresh Prince, like if Will, Will Smith was actually the Fresh Prince, like that was an autobiogra- autobiographical song, Talk about, like, not understanding. Now one of the biggest stars on the planet for the past, like, 20 years. You know, don't you think the parents, like, they would say they couldn't have understood. I don't know. I think I thought it was, I thought that was going to come together. Sometimes my thoughts don't come together. That's why I do the show. But, yeah, like, you're trying to get to sleep. It's something, I don't know. So I made this podcast. I guess that's my point. And it doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. You know, give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, why wouldn't you be? You say, what has this guy been talking about for tw- eight, 8 to 12 minutes? And I thought this was going to put me asleep. I said, well, it, it, it takes time. You're not under pressure to fall asleep. And uh, you know, I'm gonna t- I'll, I'll ramble, but I'll be here for you. Uh, and I hope it works for you because I've been there. And I'm glad you're here. And not only do I hope, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by.